My name is Ling Bush. I'm a seventh grade counselor at Marina Middle School. You gotta go to the end of the line. <laughs> nice try, Deshaun. We're one of the larger middle schools. We have a student population of about 900. There is a significant number of our students that don't see school as a place for them. I always say it by saying they don't do school. One disruptive kid can take away any learning that goes on in the classroom. <laughs> so other kids want to misbehave because they think everybody's misbehaving. When the class is crazy and throwing pencils and messing up my concentration fully. So the thing I do is I just sit in my chair and do nothing. Chris, turn around, get on task. I have sent out and suspended from my classroom more students than I have in a long time. You're gonna get me in trouble. I just find the behavior to be completely off the wall and unacceptable, not just toward me, but toward each other. What is going on with you two? Get out a piece of paper. Science. Science. There's sort of this sense of nonstop entertainment and whatever's happening in the lesson often becomes secondary. Do not misspell the word amphibian. Anyways, <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. Their engagement is tied to the drama that's happening in the yard, it's happening on Facebook, and they are consumed by it. And so it just continues on in the classroom. <laughs> With that many bodies in a classroom, when somebody needs to be moved off to a corner, there are no corners because there's already somebody there. I've given up. I just put them next to each other because I'd rather have them talking and yelling and carrying on next to each other than across the room. We would all learn much more if Nobody really was talking or getting distracted. We would all like have our grades up. We would all be good kids and everything. I know we're good kids, we're smart, but sometimes I guess we're too lazy to show it. <laughs> Gerardo does get angry sometimes and seek out a challenge. It has really brought him down in terms of his academic performance. I'm not the only one that goes around. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. If I get frustrated, I get hot, and then after I, I get cold, all the heat goes away. I just finished all my work in a rush. It's not a good feeling that I have. Middle school boys have trouble sitting still for long periods of time and focusing uh, at their desks. This really doesn't work for them in general, but that's the way school looks. That's how it's structured. Malik, go sit over there by Jacqueline. I really fear for these kids who don't put forth the effort. They don't try. They don't persevere. Next word. Next word. What sound? How can you put together a relationship? How can you stay at a job when it's not fun if you have not learned to persevere? You're not going to help yourself be successful when you're behaving like this. Omar? What? This is not the way to help yourself be successful. I do like learning new stuff, but if they're teaching it in a difficult way that I don't understand, then I'm just going to stop trying. You know what? I don't want to hear any argument. I know I could do better by just turning my homework. We have a consultant that 
came in recently and she actually described our school as apartheid land, which I was at first a little bit offended by, but um, after thinking about it, I understood what she meant because she saw who was coming in and out of the counseling office. I don't want to see you in here with another referral today, Gerardo. It's our Latino and African-American kids who are underachieving, who don't feel like they're part of the school, and we have to address that. We have to make those kids part of the school, and we have to ha allow those students the opportunities and, in fact, get them to achieve at a higher level. Moises. Yes. Why are you out of class, buddy? We are suspending at a rate higher than any other middle school in this city. And I know that that has to stop. Something that would benefit all of the kids had to happen across all of the students. So when one of our therapists talked about the idea of going into the classroom to teach meditative strategies which would reduce conflict, um, increase focus, you know, we were like, that's perfect. Megan Cowan, and I am here from an organization called Mindful Schools. We go into classrooms and teach something called mindfulness. I'm going to be visiting your classroom twice a week for just 20, maybe 30 minutes. There are going to be periods of time that are totally silent. So what, are we going to be meditating? So let's raise your hand if you want to have a question. The biggest misconception is that mindfulness is spiritual or religious. Although it can be traced back to um, very traditional practices, uh, it can be used in a secular way to address issues in society today. What we're going to try right now is just what I call a mindful posture. Just lift off your, your chair momentarily for a few, we're going to do this for about two minutes maybe. And then notice if anything in your body is moving, like if your leg is bouncing or your foot's moving or your fingers are moving. I think of mindfulness as a tool or a skill. Society and our culture is training us to not be focused. So technology is causing us to jump from one thing to the next constantly all the time. And when we're asked or required to focus on something, our brain actually is not prepared to do that. It's not trained to do that. So I think on a very practical level, it's just creating more focus in our lives. And try to let everything become still. And notice if this is uncomfortable. And if you feel the need to talk. It really teaches about increasing impulse control so that we get more choice around our actions. OK, now relax. Keep your attention with me. Yeah, tell, first, me, tell me why you didn't first, like it. It was like, it was all right. Then later, I couldn't feel my body. Then it felt kind of weird on my legs. So. Like if I got shot or something, I don't know. You know what, you guys? We're going to have to figure out some way to make this work since I'm going to be here 15 times. 15 yeah. times? Yeah. Mindfulness actually is training you to have, be comfortable when you're not being entertained. When the sound of the bell is completely gone for you, raise your hand. We're just trying not to be our normal selves in class. When she came in, we're usually loud and we yell across the room. And 
we just get up from our seats and like crack jokes and stuff. But like, it was kind of hard. Can you turn this way? So put your hand on your belly and everybody take one deep breath that only you can hear. And then take three breaths, noticing if you feel it in your chest. When Megan first came to teach the first mindfulness class, I was like, get out of here. I don't want to do this. It was fun throwing pencils and stuff, you know? Not listening to teachers is always fun, but it's not the thing to do. Up. No, 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 no. I didn't ask if you wanted. Yes, you did. So I know there's some distraction, but we're just gonna continue. Hey guys, what's your name again? So Matt Rusty Shackelford. Can you can you help me out by just having your attention up here? Okay. It's not like it's hard to reach them. It's just that they want to act like they don't really care about nothing. But I know that they do care. They're trying to act like they're tough. Or try to act like, oh, I'm better than this, you know? When they're really not better than that. Raise your hand if something about a minute of mindful breathing was unpleasant. I'm not used to it being so quiet. I live in San Francisco for a long time, so you always hear like cars and stuff. And it wasn't noisy, so. Okay, so you're used to the noise in San Francisco. Yeah. <clears throat> So raise your hand when the sound of the bell is gone. <laughs> oh, we're supposed to be going to lunch. It's like hitting a brick wall. I just am frustrated and kind of hopeless. The defiance is so deliberate and I don't know if I can work with that in this large of a group. So I sat down with Mr. Braxton and Ms. Bush to ask how I should respond to this class. The problem that I'm meeting with these kids in particular is that four kids are being deliberately disruptive at the expense of 30 other students. You know, we're a public school. We yes. take everybody where they're at and we do the best job we can with them. And the idea that, that 30 kids are waiting for five kids yeah. or that somehow these kids are the victims or they're they're not getting something at the expense of others. That's a paradigm I prefer not to set up that some get and some don't and that we sacrifice five so that others do. We should give the same thing to everybody. It may not come in the same way though, mm -hmm. and I'm okay with that. Let's take this one day at a time, and today we'll take those four out for the class. Mm -hmm. And then reintegrating them when that class comes back together as a whole, right. it's not foreign to four kids in the class. Right. We'll be right back. 